Welcome back to Mortgage Genomics Canada. I'm your host, Marco Gello. I'm a duly licensed mortgage broker in British Columbia and Alberta, born and raised in Calgary, currently living in North Vancouver. If you are from either of these provinces and require any mortgage-related services, please do not hesitate to contact me. Call or text me right now at 604-800-9593. 604-800-9593. One application, one credit check, and access to Canada's top lenders. All right, welcome back, everyone. Today's headliner topic, uh, I'm going to talk about how to get the lowest possible mortgage payment. But before we get to that, here's what's on my mind this week. Transitory. Been hearing this word a lot lately. Um, It means not permanent. And this is the word that many economists are using these days whenever inflation is the topic of discussion, which is like every day. The economists are saying things like inflation is transitory. It's a transitory thing. They're saying that it's uh, temporary. If you're like most ordinary people these days, you're probably witnessing, like personally witnessing and financially experiencing, some form of inflationary pain, probably at the gas pump. Like name an item, and chances are um, you are paying more for it today than you did a few months ago. The government is talking about their inflation targets, and they are saying that it's uh, transitory. And and without getting into detail about which items are inflating and which aren't, the economists, or not general economists, but maybe more so the central bank economists, uh, mostly them, seem to unanimously be echoing that... um, Whatever you're hearing about inflation these days, um, don't worry. Don't overreact because it's transitory. Well, okay then. Transitory it is. And um, I I, I guess we're being convinced to uh, recognize that that it is transitory. So I kind of, maybe it maybe does make sense after all. And when you factor in all the madness going on in the world, perhaps... Like, for, for instance, um, another term we are hearing more and more is uh, the supply chain bottleneck. And, and I can see how this is causing prices to perk upwards around the world on various items. Apparently, there are thousands of containers sitting dormant in ports all around the world that are essentially being delayed from being offloaded, right? So, the inventory has arrived at your friendly ports, but the manpower required to offload can't quite keep up with the the demand. You know, and and then there's oil and gas. Here in Canada and the U.S., we've basically shut the door on fossil fuels. You know, we've, like, severed all ties with pipelines. Evil. Pipelines are evil. And, uh, and exploration. Like, no, don't even bother searching for oil and gas anymore. Why bother? We have electric-powered vehicles or batteries. And, uh, you know, instead of investing in uh, oil and gas exploration and, and building our infrastructure, you know, to, uh, to have perhaps like a, an awesome revenue stream for this country, uh, instead, we've continued to ride that green energy bandwagon, um, which is great, you know, but we're riding it like it's an established uh, blue chip technology, which clearly it's not. And... Um, you know, it needs a lot of work. Like, there is still, it's a, it is the future, but it's not like tomorrow. It's not like, you know, this coming Monday. It's it's going to take a while. So then uh, the Russians and the Saudis, right? They're, they're like, yeah, whatever. We're just going to continue to produce. And basically, like they are usually accustomed to doing, um, they're bullying the market as they desire. 
And uh, then to top it off, um, like we, Canada, Alberta, and uh, parts of North America are simply in the traditional fall maintenance and shutdown season for Canadian producers. So, so yeah, prices are going up, and there's uh, there's nothing solar, wind, or uh, yeah, solar power, or wind power, or batteries and that kind of thing and nothing can bail us out of this right now so when you look at it from these metrics yeah i guess transitory makes sense you know it's a temporary thing you know as soon as we get all that gas and oil back and all it's it's gonna go away so it's transitory so yeah i think uh transitory is is basically a false positive kind of uh word or 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 messaging that's coming from the central banks total bs right so it's happening it's uh sure it's temporary but how long is temporary and it's kind of the same as declaring uh basically we are currently in an uh, inflationary cycle but for an unknown period of time because essentially economists have no idea how long this transitory phase will last so heads up it's there when it comes to mortgages the variable rate is looking pretty good right now as a result of all this transitory um, environment here and likely for an extended period of time into the future but if the current vibe is giving you any anxiety maybe consider locking into a secure five-year fixed rate which you know they they've perked up a little bit in the past few weeks uh, but they're still at historic lows so just a heads up, be light on your feet and be ready to make a decision at a moment's notice. Uh, interest rates are a bit volatile. All right. So, yeah, like usual, if you want to chat with me about that, give me a call, message me on my website, whatever you want to do. 604-800-9593. Um, Vancouver affordability. Let's talk about Vancouver affordability. Okay, done. Not just joking. There's a uh, week we can still talk about Vancouver affordability. So here it is. Um, This is what it takes to purchase a single family home in Vancouver right now. And um, yeah, if you want to be motivated and you want to feel really good and you need some self-improvement mojo stuff right now, you can just fast forward this part because it's not like very feel good. So here it is uh, to buy a single family home in Vancouver, not a condo, a single family home. Okay. So to purchase one, you need a down payment of at least $200,000. That's right, $200,000. Because the minimum down payment for properties of $1 million and above is 20%. And of course, everyone knows, even my 10-year-old, he knows. Actually, he's 11, he just turned 11. Even he knows you can't buy a house under a million. You can't buy a house under 1.1. You can't buy a house under 1.2. It's, yeah, there's, you know, so you need a 20% down payment but let's just work with the million dollar mark. So that's 200,000, you need at least $200,000. And then the income to, to qualify for an $800,000 mortgage, $140,000, total household income, okay? So it can be you, your spouse, your children, your pets, whatever. Any co-signers you may have, a total of $140,000. So the benchmark price, by the way, for a detached property, a single family home in Vancouver is it's not 1 million like i said it's 1.8 million so so that means you would require a down payment a minimum down payment of $360,000 and the income required to qualify for the mortgage would be $235,000 okay and then when you cross the finish line with that big monster 
your monthly mortgage payment would equate to about $5,500, $5,500 per month. And of course, yes, almost forgot, the property transfer tax, okay? That's another out-of-pocket expense on top of the $360,000 payment. That's another $34,000 for the property transfer tax, okay? And um, in that, that's in, in BC, by the way, in Vancouver. Banks do not allow you to lump some, uh, to lump that into the property, tra- they don't allow you to lump the property transfer tax into your mortgage, by the way. Okay, so that's a total out-of-pocket expense. So I don't know what to say anymore about this. Um, these numbers are stratospheric. They're unreasonable and uh, maybe a little demoralizing. But somehow, somewhere, deals are being made and people are buying properties. Which brings me to my next point. Parents are helping their kids buy their first home. So, everyone, take this moment right now and go hug a parent, okay? There's no parent beside you. Go to their house and hug them. Give them a big hug uh, because they are helping young Canadians get into the market right now. So, recently somewhere in Twitter, I heard that um, 19% of first-time home buyers received help from their parents to purchase a home. And uh, I expected that to be a bit higher, actually quite a bit higher. But I guess, uh, again, it does kind of make sense on a national scale. And even more so when I apply it to even my sample size uh, of applications right now on my desk. Um, I don't get too many, actually none at all lately, um, applications of first-time homebuyers looking to buy a single-family $1.8 million home in Vancouver. Okay, and the, the first-timers that I see anyway... Um, are all going for more of the condo purchases and maybe the townhomes. Um, and, and that's what I'm seeing anyways. And not that, not that it's any easier here in Vancouver to buy a townhouse, which by the way, the benchmark price is um, just shy of a million dollars, or an apartment even, with that's a $750,000 benchmark. But at least the down payment could be in, in a more reasonable range as the uh, requirement, the down payment scales, um, they're, they're reduced to 5% of the first 500,000, then 10% on the balance thereafter, uh, thereafter up to $1 million. But uh, anyhow, I'm looking for a way to leave this topic right now on a high note, but I just can't do it. Call me crazy, but the only way out of this madness at this stage, the affordability crisis, in my opinion, and, and it's a Wild West type of approach, you know, but if someone could tell me another way, I'd love to hear it. The only shot Vancouver has to even just nudge in the direction of affordability. And that's affordability with a small a. Okay, not, not even a capital A affordability. The only way we can just nudge in that direction, in my opinion, is by just going full on gangbusters and allowing the entire Metro Vancouver region to rezone and subdivide. Like I'm talking turn, allow anyone with a 50-foot lot to turn it into a duplex, row house, infills, whatever. That's it. Otherwise, I really think there is no end in sight. Not saying prices will continue to increase year in and year out. But who knows? They, They just might. Who knows? But seriously, Vancouver real estate will not crash its way down to affordability. Not gonna happen. 
So yeah, that's uh, that's my sign unscientific, straight from the heart, and and my cold-blooded veins take on what we need to do, at least just to steer this big stratospheric real estate tanker away from the crashing waves and somewhat in a more calmer and optimistic direction. And honestly, even if you allowed everyone to rezone their properties, like who's saying that they even would, right? There's that too. So yeah, nothing uh, optimistic to report on the affordability crisis just yet, but I promise I will continue to try and and come up with uh, some solutions for affordability myself, some ideas. All right, let's begin and discuss this week's headliner, how to get the lowest possible mortgage payment. Are you at the stage where you're wondering if now is the time for you to make your next move? Maybe you've never owned a home before, or perhaps you own one now but have outgrown it, or maybe you have some debt that you'd like to roll into your mortgage. Whatever the case may be, maybe you want some answers, but you're not quite ready to commit to the next steps of getting approved. And don't worry, I totally get it. Maybe you just want to work through some numbers on your own time and not feel pressured to do anything. And if that's the case, text me at 604-800-9593 and I'll reply with my mobile app, which is truly amazing. It's loaded with a bunch of thoughtful calculators that allow you the freedom to work out all of your what-if scenarios. It includes everything you need to estimate your home ownership costs like mortgage qualification scenarios, self-inputted pre-approval certification, access to market rates, stress test qualification calculators, land transfer tax calculators, closing cost explanations, and much more. The perfect tool for someone who's on the fence about moving ahead or staying put. So don't be shy. Go ahead and text me the words Marco's app, and I will simply reply with a direct link to the app and we'll leave it at that. No strings attached. Call or text me at 604-800-9593. 604-800-9593. And now, back to the episode. Sometimes life presents you with some expensive curveballs, and before you know it, your monthly budget creeps up and you're suddenly in a pinch. And this happens to Canadians more than you can think. And oftentimes, the mortgage payment is looked upon as the primary means to bring you back to that financial comfort zone. Here are four ways to get the lowest possible mortgage payment. Number one, request that your mortgage amortization be increased to its maximum. This can significantly decrease your mortgage payment, but it all depends on how your mortgage was underwritten with the lender it is currently with. Right? So for example, your amortization may currently be at 23 years and eight months, but it possibly may have been underwritten at 30 years. And if this is the case, your payment would be eligible for a drastic payment reduction. Okay? So, yeah, check in with your lender or with me, of course, and and I'll see if your mortgage is eligible for that. Number two, convert all or a portion of your mortgage into a home equity line of credit, also known as a HELOC. A HELOC payment does not include the principal portion typically associated with the mortgage payment. Therefore, the monthly payment is significantly reduced as it is only the interest portion that is required for payment. So for example, for a $500,000 mortgage, the monthly payment for a fixed rate mortgage at let's say 2.19% today would amount to a monthly payment of about $2,165. Whereas for a home equity line of credit, 
the interest-only payment would be $1,230. That's a massive 40% decrease in payment. Although HELOCs only require interest-only payments, it is important to point out that unlimited principal payments can be applied to the balance at any time and without penalty. So yeah, you're only on the hook for the interest-only payments, but you can throw as much as you want against it at any time directly against the principal. Totally open. Great mortgage in that respect. Number three, get a variable rate mortgage. It's not hard to understand that a lower interest rate will yield a lower monthly payment. Lately, the best bang for your buck has been deeply discounted variable rate mortgages. Currently, you can get a variable rate mortgage for as low as 0.99%. So let's go back to that $500,000 mortgage example and compare a 0.99% variable with a 2.19% five-year fixed. The reduction payment isn't as impactful as increasing your amortization or paying interest-only payments with a HELOC, but it still clocks in with a respectable 15% lower payment. And finally, get a refinance. If you're looking for a major reset, consider a mortgage refinance. This is especially impactful as it virtually wipes out all of your existing debt payments and consolidates them into your new mortgage. For many, a mortgage refinance is a rejuvenating and a life-altering experience. You can literally save thousands of dollars in interest costs and substantially reduce your overall monthly payment burden to a level you may not have even imagined possible. That's all I got for today. Call or text me anytime if you have any mortgage questions at all, especially if you are in British Columbia or Alberta as I am licensed to service these specific provinces, and especially if you are from Vancouver or Calgary as I am very familiar with these markets. Call or text me at 604-800-9593 or you can visit my website at homefinancingsolutions.ca. Thank you again for tuning into Mortgageonomics Canada. Stay well, everyone. Talk again soon.